0: Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through right now praise god and i hope your bibles are ready glory to god hallelujah what a wonderful time we had on sunday when we started a new topic understanding church and money and uh i want us to understand that um it's a very crucial topic for such a time as this uh because we must understand uh the mind of god concerning his church concerning the issues of money praise God you know these are times where uh, there's a whole lot of controversy there's a whole lot of uh, 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 reports there's a whole lot of things that people are saying you know about church and money glory to God and if we never take time to study to understand the mind of God you know concerning these things you know uh, a lot of people will begin to say things and feel that what they are saying is right glory to god without checking up with the word of god and a lot of times we uh we become emotional about these things we become sentimental about these things and one of the things i said to us on sunday when we started this topic when we began to lay the foundation for this topic is that when it comes to the word of god emotions is not involved you can't involve your emotion You cannot be uh, 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 put the Word of God because the Word of God will not follow your emotions glory to God the Word of God is the Word of God hallelujah and as believers we have responsibility to see it and search uh, the Word of God Jesus says "Search ye the scriptures he says search the scriptures he said because the scriptures testify of me every word in the bible testifies of jesus so jesus said go ahead and search the scriptures and i remember vividly that one of the scriptures that we used on sunday that we used on sunday uh was from second timothy chapter uh, two uh, verse 15 glory to god hallelujah sorry for uh the distraction praise god hallelujah amen um one of the scriptures that we used uh, on um, on Sunday was from Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen that says, "Study to show yourself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." He said, "Study to show yourself approved." In other words, every believer, our responsibility is to study the word of God. And one of the reasons why it's important is because if we do not study, we will be carried about with every wave of doctrine. Every wave of doctrine. Glory to God. You know one of the ways that I know personally are uh, people who have not studied the word of God. You know, one of the ways that I know I don't know about you, I don't know how you know, but one of the ways that I know people who have not studied the word of God enough is that every preacher they listen to is right. <laughs> every preacher, every preacher they listen to, every even if it's errors even if it's erroneous, even if it's even if it, do you understand what I'm saying. You know that's one of the ways that I know that these people have not studied enough. They listen to that pastor, oh, is correct. They listen to that apostle, oh, is correct. They listen to that prophet, is correct. I mean, every preacher is just right, well, as long as it's coming from the preachers, long as it's coming from the pulpit, it's just right. But that is not the way to live, because even in Bible days. Paul commended the Berean Christians who said, who he said about that after they listened to him preach, after they listened to him teach, they went back to the word of God to find out, to search. Maybe the things that he was saying, maybe they were true. Glory to God. So he commended the Berean Christians. And that's the way we also should be. We should be able to search the word of God. We should be able to study the word of God. We should be able to search the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because these are times that everybody is just saying whatever it is they feel like saying. Glory to God. Even the people who you know, you just know. You just know that there's a whole lot that is going on in their lives. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? They just keep saying things about the church. They even back it up with scriptures. Glory to God. And I want you to understand that the fact that you say things and you back them up with scriptures does not mean that what you're saying is right. Oh, I'll say that again. Somebody needs to hear what I just said. The fact that you are saying something and you're using scriptures to back it up does not mean that you are right. Because anybody can say anything and use the scripture. Even the devil knows scriptures. Even, oh my God, he doesn't just know scriptures. The devil also uses scriptures. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 4, you will find that out. You will see that. I mean, it was so glaring. Because the first time that the devil came to Jesus, he said, wow, I know you're hungry. He said, see the stones, turn them into bread and just, I mean, and just eat and get satisfied. And Jesus replied with the scripture, said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil came back again and he said to him, he said, fall down from the pinnacle of the mountain. Then the devil used scriptures. Glory to God. He said, John, he said, has he not given his angels charge over you that they will not allow you to dash your foot against the stone? So in other words, even the devil uses scriptures. Glory to God and that's why you must study oh my God, if you're in quiet church tonight and you have a neighbor just turn to that neighbor and tell that neighbor study to show yourself approved, if you're watching in your house, maybe with your husband, your children, your parents open your mouth and tell them study to show yourself approved you must study to show yourself approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth We must be able to rightly divide the word of truth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's us talking about some of the foundations that we laid on Sunday. Then we read from Matthew chapter 6, verse 24 where Jesus was talking about God and mammon. (laughs) God and mammon. He said, no man can serve two masters. He He said, it's either you serve one or you despise the other. He said, no man can serve you either serve God or you serve mammon. Glory to God. And i told us that if jesus was speaking in that wise what that simply means when he said no man can serve two seven i mean no man can serve two masters and eventually at the end of that verse he talked about god and mammon and mammon means money glory to god in other words what jesus was saying is that you can serve god or you can i mean or money you can do both together glory to god hallelujah you cannot hallelujah you must choose one master out of the two very very important and and i told us that whenever in english language whenever something is being compared you know words like you say um um you know for example the example i gave on sunday was about cars you say i want to buy a car but you know the person that wants to sell the car to you at the car shop you know ask you do you want a toyota you know, or it makes these bands. Now, what that simply means is that both of them are cars, but which brand would you prefer out of the two? Do you want a Toyota or do you want a Benz? So what it means is that when the word all is being used, most times the, the two things that are being compared or you are being asked to choose from, they are probably in the same class. Glory to God. So I told us that money... If Jesus is saying you can't serve two masters, what it means is that money is also a master. Glory to God. Money can become your master. Money can rule over you. Glory to God. And one of the ways that I know that money is your master, that money rules over you, number one, when you're very tight-fisted, glory to God, when God has blessed you and you're tight-fisted, you don't want to release that with God has blessed you with to anybody or anybody. Glory to God. I know of fathers who are stingy to their families. I know of wives. Do you understand? I mean, we hear a whole lot of stuff. Glory to God. It means that money has actually mastered you. Glory to God. And another way to know if money has mastered you is when you're willing to do anything to get money. You can even kill to get money. You can do Yahoo Yahoo to get money. That way I know that money has become a master over you. But you see, when you become a master over money, you understand that money is your servant. You are meant to send money on errand. (coughs) Glory to God. That way, when money comes to you, you allow it to go freely. Praise God. Hallelujah. You send it on errand. Glory to God. (coughs) That's one of the reasons why they call it currency. You allow it. You know, it's current, current, currency. You allow it to flow through you you allow it to pass through you hallelujah that way you know that you have mastered money hallelujah glory to God so you can serve two masters Jesus said you can you either serve God or you serve mammon you either serve God or you serve money and where I think I ended you know on Sunday was the was the fact that because you know we're talking about understanding church and understanding money church and money glory to God together because these are days that a lot of things have been said about church about pastors and about money glory to God and we need to understand the relationship between the two or let me say the three glory to God and with well, the reason why I'm saying the three is because most times when we talk about the church people don't look at the church as the church people look at church as pastors glory to God Do you understand what I'm saying so we can categorize them into two, or we categorize them into three. Church, you know, the pastor and money. Glory to God. But we must understand because understanding is very critical. I told us from Proverbs, you know, on Sunday, Proverbs chapter four verse seven. He said, "Wisdom is the principal thing." He said, "Therefore get wisdom." Then he says, with, that, "With all thy getting, that means with everything that you've got." ensure you get understanding because when understanding comes establishment comes wisdom builds a house true wisdom a house is built but by understanding it is established until you come to understanding you will still be carried about with every wave of doctrine there's no establishment when it comes to your life hallelujah glory to God amen so, you can't serve God and money. So, I told us that was where I ended on Sunday. That, you see, when it comes to church and money. Now, when Jesus was saying that we cannot serve God and money. What he was trying to make us see is that God must be our priority. <laughs> Are you following me tonight? God must be our priority. Glory to God. Sorry, let me check Amen. Sorry for that little interruption. I found out that our Mixler channel is always going off and on, so I had to quickly get there, you know, and turn it back on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, you find out, you know, that Jesus was saying to us that we either choose between God and mammon, but ultimately, the desire of Jesus is that we choose God over mammon. Now, irrespective of where you are, Irrespective of your title irrespective of your position god i mean god and jesus expect that you choose god over money and i made a very profound statement because i told us that while i was studying you know these were the revelations that came to me that you see when it comes to the church glory to god that's the church the body of christ when it comes to the church the church focus is supposed to be on God. Now when the church focus shifts from God and it shifts to money, you know know what happened? At that point in time, the church will be able or will be willing let me use the word willing the church will be willing to do anything and whatever it takes to get money from the people's pocket. Glory to God. That's on the church side the church will be willing to extort the people they'll be willing to use any form of manipulation to get money from the people so when a church or like I said you know the church and pastor usually most people see them as one when the church and the pastor exalt mammon above God they come to a point where they are I mean they are willing to do anything so get money. Glory to God. We have heard of pastors who, who go to Babalaho, praise God, that's Abalist in English. The God of Abalist to get foreign powers, to get strength powers, to get powers of darkness. Glory to God. And just because they, you know, they want to, they want to be able to gather a lot of crowd so that they'll be able to manipulate them and get more money, get more resource. Glory to God so when the focus of the church or a pastor shifts from God and they begin to exalt mammon above God, what happens to them is that they begin to manipulate the people glory to God, and I can tell you that within the body of Christ there's a whole lot of manipulation that is going on, there's a whole lot, there are a lot of people who are going into the works of the ministry for different reasons, for different motives, glory to God told us something on Sunday listen to me if the gospel was not real if Jesus was not real if the Bible was not real I'm telling you I will not be here doing what I'm doing right now I can tell you that I will not be here doing what I'm doing but there are different people who have gone into the ministry per se because of different things Some because a lot of people majorly because of money that some people because of fame. glory to God and quite a number of people because out of nothing to do they decided to just I mean I know a little bit of Bible they just open up you know a church and you know <laughs> glory to God and they say they start the church and they just give it the name hallelujah glory to god and when you go to such places one of the things that you see is this manipulation that i'm talking about because in such places mammon has been exalted above god hallelujah they will rather they will do all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff all kind oh my god you hear me all kinds of stuff (laughs) hallelujah i mean and i can go on and on citing examples for you Telling you different types of manipulations that I have seen personally. Now I am a pastor, but you see, I don't stand on the side of the church or the side of the pastor. Glory to God. I stand on the side of God. And like I said, what the I mean, the plan of the Spirit of God for making me go in this direction to preach on this topic, to teach on this topic, understanding church and money is to create that balance that is needed. You see these manipulations. I mean, several years ago, you know, uh, I went for a meeting and, you know, the, the man of God was trying to, you know, was trying to raise money. <laughs> you know, in our ministry, you know, um, as much as possible, we tell our church members, we tell the people, you know, what we need to raise funds for whenever there's a need to raise money. Glory to God. We don't just you know, try to wind them or try to cajole them or try to, you know, use any form of manipulation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, and I was in that meeting and, you know, uh, the man of God was calling different categories of people and all of that. And he called a very huge amount and he said to his peer that his peer should go into his car. bring a particular bottle of oil and he said he prayed when he went to maybe Israel or something on one particular mountain and he prayed upon that oil and that is the oil that is going to use to anoint those people that are going to give those very high amounts glory to God I mean if you were there and you had such money you would probably want to say oh my god I need that oil upon my head glory to God hallelujah and you probably be tempted to go out Now, those are some of the little, little things that I'm talking about. And these are the things that some people are seen and they became irritated with the church. Glory to God. Like I said, you know, I'm still talking about the church. When the church exalts money above God, they will do all kinds of gimmicks. They will come up with all kinds of sorts, all all, all kinds of things to be able to extort money from the people. Glory to God. Now, if I move to the other side, which is the people, when the people, the congregation, the believer exalts money above God, you know what will happen in his life what what will happen in his life is that he will do everything to ensure he keeps his money to himself. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> He will do everything, everything to ensure that he keeps his money to himself. Glory to God. Alright, at this junction, can I please encourage everyone, especially those who are Watching on Facebook, glory to God. Help us share this video. Just press the share button as you're watching so that people can know that we're already online and that the teaching is already going on on understanding church and money. Glory to God. So just press the share button as many people who are watching on Facebook right now. Just press the share button. So back to our teaching. So when the people exalt money above God what they do is that they try to keep their money as much as possible now how do i know (laughs) easy when you are somebody who loves god when you're somebody who values god over money when you're somebody that money is not ruling over money has not become your master glory to god like i said earlier one of the things that you used to know that money has not mastered you is that you'll be able to release money easily you'll be able to release money easily now i'm not just saying releasing money to the church alone glory to god when you see somebody in need you'll be able to release money to that person you'll be able to help you have a family member who is in need you are able to help glory to god when you find a church member who is in need you are easily i mean money is easy to leave your hands when money has not mastered you but when you find people who have money have mastered them glory to god you know <laughs> oh can i can i really say this can i really say this glory to god you see a lot of us money has mastered us and we try to hide the fact that money is ruling over us Under some financial intelligence. Oh my God. You didn't hear what I just said. Now listen to me. I'm not saying financial intelligence is not good. Glory to God. Having the culture of savings, investment, you know, and all of that. Glory to God. All those things are beautiful. I do that too. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you see, when you see somebody in need, their new need, and you cannot come to the aid of that person, money has become your master. When you see a genuine cause, do you understand what I'm saying? A genuine cause, a cause that is genuine, a vision that is genuine, a vision that will bless humanity, a vision that will lift people out of discouragement, out of depression. When you see a genuine cause and you are not able to give to it generously. Glory to God. And you will rather hide under some financial whatever that you learn to one business school and all of that. Glory to God. At that point in time, money has become a master over you. Glory to God. And you find out, you see, to, to, to begin to, because I, I really want us to move a little step further from where we stopped on Sunday. But I need to lay emphasis on this. Because it's very, very important. Glory to God. So you find all kinds of people, you know, on social media who, you know, keep talking about, you know, ah, uh, church is not supposed to be collecting tithe. It's an Old Testament thing. Is this, uh, Is that, and all of that. Glory to God. You see, we're still going to get to that point where we discuss, you know, the issue of tithe, the issue of first fruit, you know, and all of that. We're going, to, uh, we're going to study together and find out the truth about all of these types of givens. Praise God. But you see, that's what not got in there yet. But what I'm trying to show us tonight is that you find people who come under that guise that, oh, church should not be collecting tithe any longer because it's an Old Testament practice. And they are not doing it out of a sincere heart that they are studied, glory to God, but out of the fact that they are trying to keep their money to themselves hallelujah i don't know maybe i said that right i don't know maybe you're getting what i'm saying tonight glory to god they hide under that guys they hide under that guys so when they hear somebody talking about giving to the church they also join the bandwagon not because they have a sincere heart that the church is manipulating people which i agree with in a whole lot of quarters glory to god hallelujah, because there are a lot of sheep, and there a lot of wolves among sheep. Like I said earlier, there are a lot of people who started church out of nothing to do, glory to God. There are a lot of people who started church because they feel oh, my church has money, glory to God. There's money in planting church, praise God. I wish they know <laughs> the truth. So, you find that they join the bandwagon of those criticizing given to the church, given to pastors, not because they have a genuine heart that people have been manipulated but because you know money has mastered them and they have always been looking for a way to keep their money to themselves and you see on the other side too when it comes to the church you know church, <laughs> you know now like you know I, I thank god i've been able to make you know that that is wrong when the church exalts money above god what he does is it exalts money above even the people that they are meant to serve. Glory to God! They are meant to. They exalt when they exalt money above the people, the congregation. They are willing to manipulate. They are willing to do anything to get money from them. So I believe that somewhere along the line, as a result of these kind of people who will rather keep their money to themselves and eat, and I mean just eat all their money, hundred percent without. <clears throat> encouraging the word of god of the work of god in the earth the church entered into manipulation and they begin to use rhymes things like him things like you know if you don't tithe things will be tithe for you they begin to say things like if you don't tithe you're going to go to hell glory to god And can I say a little bit, like I said, we're still going to talk about tithe and all of that later on. Praise God. Glory to God. But I need you to understand that tithe is not what takes you to heaven or takes you to hell. Glory to God. The death and the resurrection of Jesus, that believe that Jesus died, that believe that Jesus resurrected and is alive forevermore is what guarantees your entrance into heaven. Glory to God. We are not justified by works. We are not justified by what we do or what we do not do. We are justified by faith, by faith in the Son of the Living God. He said, He that believes in the Son of God is, con- I mean, He, he that believes in the Son of God, I, I mean, has eternal life. But he that does not believe in the Son of God is condemned already. So the only reason why you are condemned is because you do not believe in Jesus, not because you do not pay time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But like I said, the people are fighting this cause because they feel like, oh, this Practice is an old testament thing, it was not mentioned in the new testament, it was not the not out of a sincere but because they want to keep their resource to themselves. Glory to God! And on the other side, the church also is fighting because I mean, they're thinking, Man, where do we get money? Where do we get this? Glory to God! Because you see, you need oh my god, you see, one of the things that we're going to do, our time is running. One of the things we are going to do during the course of this teaching is to compare the first church and the present day church. Listen to me. There is a wide gap between the first church and the present day church. There is a wide gap. There is a wide gap. I told us on Sunday, the first church, in the first church, everybody, oh my God, the people gave their all. Some people took their plot of land, their acres of land, they sold it uh, and they brought it to the house of God. The Bible said they laid it at the apostles' feet. In other words, they laid it at the pastor's feet. Glory to God. Now you are here, hanging about 10%, saying, oh, 10%, we shouldn't be 10%. 10, 10, I mean, what would you expect the whole church who gave their all, their 100% to God? because there was so much passion in them that was burning in their heart that they sold their land they sold their car they sold a lot of things just to ensure that the gospel thrives that the gospel moves forward glory the god those are people who money have not mastered those are people who have mastered money they love god above money are you listening to me and the church, the first church, glory to God. Comparing the old church and the new church, I mean the first church and the present-day church, the first church knew what to do with money. They knew what to do with money. One of the first things that they know, I mean, that they did with money was to ensure that every believer in the church were properly taken care of. Now you will find out that these are days where. You know, in different churches, a lot of things are happening. You know, you have the very wealthy, you have the very poor, and the very wealthy, they are not trying to help the very poor. You know, the pastor is not concerned about who is poor. The pastor is not concerned about who has eaten, who has not paid school fees, you know, and all of that. Glory to God. Now, in our ministry, you know, we do as much as we can for our members. I mean we do as much as we can for our members glory to God you know so one time I was I was sharing you know with one of my friends and I told him I said <laughs> you know maybe it's one of the ways one of the reasons why you know <coughs> uh, you know somebody like me is not yet you know riding you know the kind of mess Benz, bands you know that I would love to ride uh, you know or you know having a private jet glory to God is because of the way we run our ministry We're concerned. We're concerned. You know, I remember we had, we had, you know, this particular instrumentalist who comes to play for us, you know, and before he came to our church, his testimony, because one time he shared the testimony and he said, before he came to our church, he said every church he had played, he said, it was always more like a contract thing, more like a business deal. You know, I'm going to come and play this instrument for this church. So he comes into that church. He comes for the hazard, He comes to church. He plays and all of that. But between him and the church, there was not, no, no extra dealings, nothing. Glory to God. Even when the word of God is being preached, he's not connected to it. Because he's all this, for him, it was a business deal. It was a contract. Let me just come play instrument and just go. Praise God. But he said when he came to Love's Domain Family Assembly at church in Akure, when I was still there, he said there was just something different about that church. There was just something different about the atmosphere. He said the first thing he noticed was the day I called him out of the blues. He said the other churches he has been to, when the pastor calls him, the pastor is calling him to say, oh, uh, there's going to be a rehearsal or there's going to be whatever. It's always business. He said, but when I was going to call, I greeted him, and before, I mean, I just told him I wanted to greet him, and before we dropped the call, that I asked him if he had eaten that day, that morning. He said he was was like, (laughs) what kind of a pastor is this? How can he be asking me? Maybe I'm eating. So he felt maybe it was just something that, you know, just happened out of the blues. But you see, he said the more he got close to me, the more he realized that when I asked people, if they had eaten, I was not asking because I was just asking, I was really asking because I was concerned about the welfare of the people. Glory to God! I remember one time in I think about 2007 or so, you know, not long from where we started as a campus fellowship, you know, in Futa, right there, uh, in Akure, you know, um, it, w- it was very close to exam period, all we had in our church there were students you know, from Futa, and it was very close to exam period. And I, when I was a student, I understood how things could be a bit tight, you know, when you're close to exams. Glory to God. You know, so I was led by the Spirit of God, you know, to do something, something unusual in the service that day. So when we got to the service after I finished preaching and all of that, I told the congregation, I said, God has instructed me to do something special. But the first thing I need to know that if you're here, I can't remember the particular amount that I called. But I told them, I said, if you're here, if you have maybe below a certain amount, maybe 500 naira or something, I can't remember now. And that is all that is left with you in your pocket right now. And even in your bank, I said, stand up. You know, and initially people were reluctant to stand up, you know, because you know people, they will be feeling like, ah, why would pastor be saying if I have less than five hundred? If I stand up, you know, people may be feeling I'm, I'm broke, you know, and all of that. And I said, see, you don't need, this is church. This is a family. This is love's domain family. I said, rise up to your feet, be courageous. We're not trying to pull you down, look down on you. So after I encourage the people, a couple of people stood up. And just before then, I had called the head usher who was in charge of the church account. And I told the head the, 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 the usher that they, she should withdraw all the money that we had in the bank. And guess what I did? As I was instructed by the Spirit of God, I took that money and I shared it among all the people that stood up. I mean, the whole church went ablaze. mean (laughs) do you understand what I'm saying now I'm not saying all churches should be sharing money and all of that that's not what I'm saying but you see what I'm saying is that the church. one of the things that you find out that the first church did was to care for the people was to care for his members glory to God when this pandemic when this lockdown started I had to call all the pastors all the resident pastors of our churches and I told them see this is a time where people are going to be laid off from job. People who run business will be able, not be able to run business and all of that. Irrespective of the projects that we have at hand and all of that. Don't really go. Get a list of people. Interact with your people. Find out what is going on in their life. For those who do not have food at home. Experiment. You see, I hate people being hungry. I hate people being hungry. Food. Food. I hate people being hungry. If you have come around me before you, that's one of the first things you will realize. I hate people being hungry. Food, food is an essential for living. Food is very important. Glory to God. So I say, get in touch with all your members. Find out who is hungry. Find out who has no food. Find out whose business has stopped. Find out who is not making money. And we compile the list. And we disbust money to everybody. Glory to God. And by the time we had, you know, the second lockdown, you know, after a while there was a second lockdown where they said they are extending the lockdown and all of that. I told them, I said, find out again what is happening to the people. Then we disbursed more money. Glory to God. And that is supposed to be the position of the church. So you see, I understand the people who are clamoring that the church has become extravagant, their this and all of that. I understand because you find that a lot of churches are not doing what they are supposed to do. The early church, oh my God, can we just read? If that is all the scripture, because i discovered we've not really opened scriptures tonight. If that is all that we'll read tonight and we would finish, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. The Mixler channel turned off again. I don't know. I think I may need to find out exactly You know, what is going on with that channel. It just, it just turns off. And I don't understand why. So let me read. If that is all we're going to read tonight. In the book of Acts chapter 4 comparing the first church to the present day church. Acts chapter four from verse thirty two. He said now the multitude of those who believe they of one heart and one soul, neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own. He said, But they had all things in common. Now, this is what I believe about the church. They have all things in common. A church where everybody's catered for. A church where there's no rich and there's no poor. A church where there's no super rich and there's super poor. Do you understand what I'm saying? They all have things in common. Everybody's well taken care of. He said, and with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Look at verse 34. He said, no, was there anyone among them who lacked For all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the pussies of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet and they distributed to each as everyone had need. That was the position of the first church. Glory to God. On Sunday, by the grace of God, we're going to be looking at the evolution of the church, how the church evolved over time to become what it is glory to god we're going to look at that because i mean i told us we're going to spend the whole month on this topic so there's no need to rush but the position of the first church was that they distributed i mean they took care of everybody they ensured that everybody they ensured that everybody was okay they ensured that everybody was fine glory to god they ensured that everybody was well taken care of nobody lagged among them glory to god that was the side of the church and on the side of the people the people also were willing to give the people were willing to lay down their resource because they know that when they get stuck the church was going to be there for them glory to God so we need to understand that place of balance because if we do not understand the place of balance as the church or as the people the people will always be angry at the church for not doing what he's supposed to do, and the church will be angry with the people for trying to to oh uh, 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 which word do I use now or oh, do I put it? for 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 trying to stop the resource that is meant to be coming into the church. Yeah, let me put it like that. Glory to God. Listen to me. In all, in all, for the church and for the people, God must first come, must come first. The church must love God above money. The people must love God above money. We must learn to master money. When the church learns to love God and love the people above money, the church will really care for the welfare of its people. Are you following me? And when the people love God above money, glory to God, it will be easy for them to release their resource for the church that they are in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Remember, I told us that one of the reasons why God is blessing us is so that his kingdom agenda on the earth can be expounded. Glory to God. Somebody said, Oh, we should be keep giving our money to the poor and not give our money to the church. Listen to me. If you do that. <coughs> then how does the work of God advance on planet Earth? I'll tell you why. It may stop it. I'll tell you why it may slow it down. Glory to God. Because there are a lot of people out there who do not have time for the things of God 24 hours. There are people who, because of their job, because of their time, and all of that, they are committed to a whole lot of stuff that they do not have time uh, 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 enough time to be committed to evangelism committed to mission work committed to traveling to reach out to unknown places or no do you understand what I'm saying glory to God so when you now have people in form of pastors in form of prophets apostles teachers glory to God who have dedicated their life to ensuring that the kingdom of God is expounded on planet earth when you now say That all you will keep doing is giving to the poor instead of that church, instead of the church that is meant to advance the kingdom of God on earth. You know what you're doing? You're going to slow down the work of God on the earth. Glory to God. Because we must understand these things. Understand it. We must understand church and money. On Sunday, we're going to be looking at how the church evolved we're going to be looking more into comparing the first church and the present nature. church i know there's a whole lot of difference glory to god but the church evolved due to the times glory to god for example i can tell you that this first church was not registered with any organization but today, as a church, you have to be registered under CSC as an as a, as a non-governmental organization, and because of that, you're meant to account for every money that comes to you. You're meant to have administrators, you're meant to have a do you understand what I'm saying? But the first church, we're not compelled to do all of those. So I, I'm going to show us a whole lot of different how the church evolved to what it is. Glory to God. But no matter how we have evolved, we should not neglect our responsibility. The church should not neglect his responsibility to the people. And the people should not neglect what they are meant to do for the child to ensure that the work of God is being propagated and expounded on the face of the earth. Glory to God. Oh, can you rise up to your feet right there in quality church? Tonight I just glorify God. Just glorify God. Just glorify God. Wherever you are tonight, just praise him. Listening in on Mixler Watching on Facebook, just glorify God. Glorify God wherever you are tonight. Just thank Him. Thank Him for understanding of His Word. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. If you're a member of any church, glory to God. You're a member of Love's Dominion Family Assembly, either in Akure in Lagos or in Kwale. Or those of you watching on Facebook right now, listening on Mixla, you don't belong to our ministry. But whatever church or ministry you belong to, come and listen to me. It's a place you are meant to be committed to. It's a place you're meant to be committed to. There's a particular scripture we look at on Sunday. Jesus said, For where your heart, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Where your money is, your heart will be there. Glory to God. If your money, <coughs> if what you treasure is not in church, if what you treasure is not expansion of God's kingdom, then your resource will not be there. But if the kingdom of God is what you treasure, expansion of the gospel, expansion, reaching out to more people, and you know you are in a church that does the work of God with a sincere heart, glory to God, your resource will be there. Your resource will be there. I tell people, if you feel you are not a pastor, who you feel is all about money, or who you feel is manipulating people, come and go look for the 7,000 who are not yet bowed. There are 7,000 people who are have no about. That was what God told the prophet Elijah. So go ahead tonight. Just thank him wherever you are. Thank him for insight into his word. Go ahead and bless him. On Mixler, on Facebook, go ahead and thank him. Thank him for insight. Thank him for revelation. Thank him for the understanding that is coming to us. Because no longer will we will be in a confused state when it comes to church and money. We will come to perfect understanding. Even as a pastor, you will come to understand it. Glory to God. The times are changing, the real church is about to emerge. The real church is about to emerge. The real church is about to emerge. Glory to God. A church that cares about its people. A church that cares about its congregation. A church, not just a church that is all they are concerned about, is getting and getting and getting and getting and getting from the people, but a church that gives back to the people. A church who is concerned, maybe people are lacking, maybe people are eating, glory to God. James said, if men come to you and they say they are hungry and all you do is lay your hands on their stomach. And You pray and say you are filled, and you send them to go. He said, You have done nothing. Faith must be backed up with actions. Glory to God. And the people of God also coming to understanding that God is blessing me so that I may be a blessing to the body of Christ. And they lay down my resolve, just like the apostles laid there. They laid down their all. They went beyond the 10% that the world is arguing about. They went beyond the 10%. They gave their all. They sold their life. They sold their power. They showed and they laid it down for the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those are men who understand how urgent the times are. How men who walk in darkness need to be brought into the light. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. And Lord, I pray tonight for everyone. Under the sound of my That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.